0: Today, we are going to look at the question regarding the origins and the evolution of mankind. We hear from the scientists that we all derived from the sea and much earlier than that. Now, today, we are going to talk with Padina from Spirit, who is going to give her view on what this really was all about. So, Padina, greetings. Greetings to you. So, over to you, Padina. Let me know what you think about this question.
1: Well, I can only give you our knowledge and understanding of the history of your planet, and this will disagree much with the commonly held view within the earth, which I believe is held by many, if not all nations of your earth. But the truth is very simply that mankind has not originated from apes, Nor has he come from any primordial soup, as it has been described. I'm sure soups of the earth are most gratifying, but in this case, man had not originated from such a broth. He has been on your planet. For far, far longer than is generally appreciated by your scientists and archaeologists. Man goes back a long, long way. Unfortunately, at this time, at this time, note, there is no evidence to prove, substantiate all that I'm saying. And people must accept what I offer or not according to their own beliefs, perhaps impressed by their religion and what their religion says. But man was here. He came. He was, let us say, he was brought here originally. And he has been in a little different form to how man is now. So, in some physical manner, Yes, mankind has evolved. He has also evolved spiritually, which is more important. But generally speaking, man as he looks now was not always quite as he is. Humanoid, yes, in humanoid form. But going back to other civilizations, which have been and gone, man was a little different, but nonetheless. And further to this, I would say, it is more true to say that apes have evolved from man rather than man, has evolved from apes. That is not true.
0: So, Virginia, you're saying that man (coughs) didn't derive from apes, and, Mm -hmm. uh, sorry to repeat what you just said, but quite important, that apes derived from man. How did that happen?
1: You are in the fifth civilization of your Earth. There have been four before this and your civilization, although quite a short one, is passing on and through into the sixth civilization at this time of the earth. But now, to answer your question, it was during the second Civilization in particular, that mankind was experimenting with cellular structure, with mixing cells of both the animal bodies and humanoid bodies to create other forms of life. This was not right, it was not correct. And there were many, many strange mutations that were formed by this process, which included forms of ape. And your sphinx in Egypt was built as a reminder of the mistakes that had been made during the second civilization. A reminder of how man may go wrong in his experimentation and desire to evolve, grow, find new things, develop new science, but it has to be maintained within the natural law. May I also add that the Greek myths of the Minotaur and Centaurs and things of this nature also refer to the experimentation man has involved himself in the past
0: that's very interesting vedina now <clears throat> when we look at man and the scientists would say that we derive from earlier man that they weren't quite as intelligent as us because their brain cavity was smaller <laughs> What do you say to that?
1: Well, man considers his brain to be of great importance, and he measures intelligence by the size of this organ. But in reality, the brain is simply the physical computer of the body, it is the mind. The spiritual self, the mind within the very core of your body, your spirit, your soul, your id, however you wish to describe it. The mind, which is your eternal self, which contains all thoughts, it contains the memories of your past, and if man could access his mind by subduing the activities of the brain, he would have much more knowledge and understanding both scientifically and of general awareness spiritually of his history, of his heritage and access to greater wisdom and knowledge than he does at present. And some people, some variations, variants of humans, of humanoids in the past have used their minds More than their brains. And the consequence of that is that they knew far more about spirit and other dimensions, where I come from, than they do or man does at this time within the earth. But that is to change because there is a spiritual awakening that is happening across your world at this time. So things are changing, but it is important that man realizes that the state of his brain, the size of it, held within his head, his cranium, is not a measure of knowledge and wisdom.
0: So there is no such thing then as primitive man, Padina. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, if there was such a thing, perhaps man is being more primitive (laughs) in his behavior and his nature at this time than he has ever been. It is true to say that in the past, at times, particularly during the first civilization, man, he was still man, but he was simpler than he is now. But also being simpler, he was more in touch with spirit. The spiritual world and the source of where he came from, than mankind is now. So, does one accord that as primitive?
0: Who can say? Thank you. And so, why was man brought here in the first place, Badina?
1: Because it was. Decided by God, we say the Great Mind, that it was a requirement according to His design and will that a planet, a place would be found that would be fitting for His. Children, his young spirits, to venture to, to live lives upon, to learn and develop in a physical life separate from the spiritual one, which would give him experiences to face difficulties and challenges thereby enabling him to grow in strength and understanding. And so it was that your earth, the spiritual name is Erytha. Eretha was discovered. It was worked upon. It was prepared over a long, long Period of time where life was introduced at stages, and eventually, over a long period of time, spirits were introduced and brought here, and humanoid mankind first stood upon the earth. There were seven who came, and seven times seven were here. But those first seven, each carried within them a flaw within man, within the earth. These are the major seven flaws within the structure of mankind which are more advanced in their development now than they were in those times. But nonetheless, these flaws were introduced to help man develop and experience all things as it is required.
0: Thank you, Bedina. It's quite poignant that spirit measure man's progression by their wisdom and their knowledge. And yet mankind at present time measure themselves by their technology. So how has technology evolved and how important is it for the future?
1: Well, man is in his mechanical age at present, and this is coming to an end as he develops and evolves further into a more spiritual awareness, a more spiritual age, whereby the science of spirit will be researched and studied and understood to give him far more developed sciences and technologies that he is not aware of at present. And this will help with medicine, it will help with his means of travel, with the sources of energy, many, many things to improve and help his world. But may I say, very importantly, much of that technology, that spiritual understanding of the science of the natural law, has been known in past civilizations. In past times, and there is some evidence of this, but man does not fully understand at the moment. So your age of technology, if anything, is actually more primitive and underdeveloped than at other times within your earth. During the time of Atlantis, which was destroyed 15,000 years ago, approximately, that was a most wondrous civilization and very advanced spiritually and technology. And there were uses of technology and sciences which you would have no understanding of at this time, but will come in time. Man will come to know, to learn more about his past and how he has evolved. But it is necessary and important that man Keeps an open mind, and before anything can be accepted as a truth, it should be looked at with an open mind. In truth, and by examining in a very broad way how life can be. Now, of course, it is not expected that man should change his beliefs and accept radical changes in his beliefs, especially without any proof or logic and reason to support much of what I am saying. But I can only offer what I believe to be the truth. Of course, it is the truth. And it is for man or anyone listening to this to consider further or at least examine with some logic and reason a little of what I am saying.
0: Thank you, Bettina. Now, going back to the different species that we have on this planet, other than man, is there any truth at all in Darwin's theory of evolution?
1: Yes. A, a limited means, yes. Some animals have evolved, of course, from their physical. Way they were. By example, we can take dogs, which have evolved in many forms. And man's influence has designed a whole range of different dogs now within your civilization, very different to what was before. But The original was still a dog. And that perhaps gives an indication how man has evolved in his physical appearance. But his technology, his understanding, his appreciation of life, and spirit, and where he comes from, that has changed. And if anything, a lot has been lost, a great deal has been lost from the past, but it is to come back and it will slowly during this time of your planet.
0: Is evolution, then, Padina, man's alternative to spirituality, would you say? Well,
1: some people have defined this theory, and it was a theory, of evolution developed from Darwin's findings. And his beliefs. And it has become such a strong argument that it has been accepted as factual. But it was only still, and this must be remembered, that it was a theory. But when man has during this time, of your earth, moved away from Orthodox religion, he has seeked an alternative reasoning to the existence and the history of mankind to conflict deliberately with the beliefs of the church. Now, that is as it was, but in coming to these conclusions, man has sought a choice more favorable to support the theory of evolution, according to Darwin, without really considering Any further alternatives? And the alternatives are there. The truth, as I would have it, would explain a lot more. But that perhaps is to come more for another time.
0: Thank you, Padina. I think. We can bring it to a close now. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we...
1: No, I I think I have said sufficient for this time. One thing I will say, which is important for people perhaps to consider, if I may offer this, that man talks about the mysteries of the universe, and he has a questioning mind on many, many topics, especially on the past, his history and the sciences. But one thing I can offer you is that to find the answers to any questions, to any of these mysteries, it is important to ask the right question to begin with and then the right answer will follow
0: thank you very much Padina. thank you very much for your time thank you the Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield Suffolk in the United Kingdom we have a web page www.erasmus-foundation.org If you would like to be a guest on our podcast or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.